You can take your seats. I'm going to invite uh, Kevin and Antal and Tomasa up, and they are going to be sharing a report from, um, yeah, Kevin and Sue, uh, recent, I guess it would, more than a trip. It's like a, what would you call it, Kev? Expedition, massive excursion. Oh, you got, hang on. Test. Oh, great. Uh, actually, Angela, I will get you to sit there if that's okay. Yeah, we, we um, as many of you know, we've gone down to Guatemala the last several years, and um, uh, we've taught in a town called Panajachal at uh, a place we call English House. And this year we went down again, and it was a little bit later than usual this year because COVID had delayed school uh, for the students in Guatemala. And so they only finished near the end of November. And so we went, the, the, the English house was a little bit shorter, but still um, Sue and Julia and I went down and, and um, participated again. And this year, Lucas stayed home because he had school and also Angela and Tomasa stayed home. Or I will call you Angela because that's just easier for, for these strange English mouths to say. Um, now, many of you know that Angela and Tomasa were our students at English House in years gone by, and now they live with us, and they are studying at Selkirk College through, to a great extent, through the amazing generosity of you guys through this church. Um, international tuition is very expensive, and we're very thankful for uh, the incredible support we've received. Um, but because of COVID and because, you know, church has been uh, kind of strange the last couple of years, you know, wouldn't you say? Many of you don't actually know Angela and Tomasa. And I think we thought this might be a good opportunity to explain what we do in Guatemala and also get to know these girls a little bit more as well. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to have them help me answer uh, well, I'm kind of kind of interview them and hopefully you'll understand more about English House and also more about them. So I'm going to start out by asking you some basic questions. So we have English House in this little town called Panahachel. Angela, is that where you live? No, that's actually a town close to mine. I live in a small town called San Andres and it's a pretty small town, but it's, it's really nice. I like living there. Okay, and how big is your family? Uh, I have two brothers, two sisters, and my parents, so we are seven in our family. Wow. And what do your mom and dad do to raise money to support the family? My dad is a farmer, and actually now he's working as a gardener. Uh, and my mom weaves, and she makes typical clothes, and she sells them. Okay, we're going to learn a little bit more what typical clothes are in a moment. And what language do you speak at home? I speak Spanish. Okay, thank you. Tomasa, your turn. Are you from Panajachel? No, I am from Chakijia. It, it is a small town. It is far away from Panajachel. It's kind of like one hour and a half. Uh, we take a I need to take a chicken bus. It's like a bus, a school, a yeah. school bus here and uh, a normal van. And, okay. yep. and how big is your family? 
Uh, we are eight members in my family, and I have five sisters. So it's a family of girls. You can relate to that, can't? There you go. <laughs> Your dad is blessed. <laughs> and what language do you speak at home? Uh, I speak Kekchikil. Ah. It's a Mayan language. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. And what do your mom and dad do for, uh, for work? Uh, well, my dad, he works in, uh, in fields, like cornfields. And my mom is, uh, he, she does ice cream and sell it in the market. Great. Okay, mm -hmm. thank you. So, Angela, I'm going to ask you to look at this. Who are these people? These two people uh, are Gregorian Candelaria, and they are the people who started uh, a program called Forma, which is a program uh, that help us be here now in some way. So what is Forma? Can you tell me a little bit about it? What it's a program in Panajachel that helps students uh, finish high school because it's really hard for uh, kids to finish school. So it's a program that encourage education, and but they have a a nice way to select people to be part in this program. So they look for people who really want to succeed in life and that they are uh, willing to do what they have to do to be successful in life. They really look for. Um, kids with spark of that, of the courage to do um, different things to succeed. They really need to be people with initiative to do things uh, because like it's, it's really hard to get education in Guatemala but there are actually teenagers who don't want to study and they think that life is easier if they just find a job but it's actually not. So in that program, they actually look for kids who have that willingness to study and to uh, make sacrifices in life in order to get a good education. So you have to be really smart and you have to have the spark. Yes. Okay. So here's another picture with Gregorio and Candelaria and that person in the, in the middle, what's her name? My yearly. Yeah. And she's from your town, isn't she? Yes, she is. And so way back at the beginning, they must have thought that she had a spark. Do you think they were right? They are. They were, yeah. Yeah, this is a picture of her graduating this year from high school, and she already has uh, a great job. And so this, is a, this was a big celebration for her. Now, one thing I want to point out is that Mayerly and Candelaria are both wearing kind of interesting clothing, and it's kind of similar to what you guys are wearing. Can you tell me, you, you used the phrase typical before. What, what is typical clothing? It's a traditional clothes, and it's actually different for each community in Guatemala. So what I'm wearing, it's the traditional clothes in my community, and what Tomasa is wearing, it's the tradi traditional clothes in her community. And it actually has a meaning for a different town. For example, mine, that it's red, means the blood of our ancestors. And the, green, the black dots in the skirt means the seeds that we plant because we live from beans, basically, basically beans, corn, and rice. 
so it symbolizes the beans and then the green uh, designs on the blouse means uh, the nature and then the white means the purity of a woman and then the belt means the strength of a woman. Wow, I didn't know all that. That's, <laughs> that's remarkable. Do you have a similar description of, of yours as well? Yeah, it's the same. It's the same? same. Okay. Yeah. Now, do, do ladies wear this just on special occasions or any time? I feel like now it's more like that, that they just wear it for special occasions. But um, what I have also seen is that when a, a girl gets married, and I don't know if this is the same for Tomasa, but when they get married, they stop wearing jeans if they used to and they start wearing more the typical clothes because they, I don't, I don't understand this, but it's like they become la uh, ladies, or I don't know how to explain it, but they stop wearing jeans and they start wearing more the typical clothes. But um, grandmothers, they wear it all the time. So if you walk down the street in Panahachal, you'll see a lot of people wearing typical. Yeah, you will. And both Mayan people uh, and uh, Spanish Guatemalans are mostly Mayans? It's mostly Mayan. Okay. Okay, Tomasa, I have some questions for you. How did you become part of the FORMA program? Uh, well, that's a long story. <laughs> uh, well, uh, at the beginning, my mom knew Candelaria, mm -hmm. and she... Uh, when I finished my uh, elementary school, uh, my mom, I, my my parents told me that I'm not allowed to keep studying because they don't have enough money to help me. So when I heard that news, it was like kind of uh, well, it was a horrible news for me, and I remember that time crying and crying for the whole week. And I told my parents that one of my biggest dreams is to keep studying and to show like people that I can do it, do it, even though that I am a woman. So then after that, my mom remembered Candelaria and she went with her, ask, asked her for, for a scholarship. And Candelaria told my mom to like have an interview with me uh, at that time. My father used to drink a lot of alcohol, so we didn't have money to pay for the bus, so my mom decided to walk my, to my home until, my home, to my home, from, no, from my home to Sorola. That's kind of like four hours walking. So we did it with my mom and she said like, eh, this is a great opportunity for you you just need to go and like present, uh, you need to present, your s like, present yourself in front of Candelaria and uh, we will see what will happen and we know that God know what, uh, what is his plan for you. She told me that like that, she told me that. And then after that, um, we were late at the interview with Candelaria. She told us to wait for an hour. Uh, I, well, at that time, uh, I told my mom, like, let's return at home. She is busy. But my mom insisted to wait, waiting for her. 
So we stayed outside waiting for her and we haven't eaten anything. And so I told my mom that, that I was hungry and I want something. But she said that we don't have money because your dad finished a whole money for drinking alcohol. So that was really sad for me. So I decided to wait with my mom. And after that, when I saw Candelaria, I remember that time uh, that my Spanish and I, my Spanish is really bad. And the first language that I speak is Cachiquel. So I just start mixing Spanish and Cachiquel with in front of her. The good thing that she knows uh, Cachiquel also, so she understood me what all my all the word that I told her, she understood it. And I remember when I saw Candelaria, I started speaking without letting her speak. So I just start speaking and speaking and speaking. <laughs> and after that, she said like, wow, you have like a lot of energy speaking, a, like <laughs> speaking a lot. I told her that uh, I just won the scholarship because one of my biggest dream is to keep studying and my parents aren't able to give me that opportunity. So after that, uh, Candelaria told us to call us for a, like wait for a week at least, and she will give us her answer. So when I returned at home, it was kind of like a nightmare for me waiting. Uh, I'm not good at that. So I always <laughs> told my, ask my mom if she already uh, called her and she haven't. And after that, uh, she was a little bit like late uh, to call my mom, let's say like that. We waited more than a week. So then after that, I was already desesperated. And I told my mom that I didn't, got, I didn't get a scholarship because she hadn't um, called my mom. And when it was the time that uh, I was like sure to give up, uh, Candelaria called my mom and told her that I got the scholarship. So it was kind of like uh, an un unexpected thing for me, but then Candelaria told to my mom that I need to go to Panajachel and to meet the other students. Uh, at that time, I haven't traveled by myself. So my mom told me, well, today you <laughs> need to take the bus alone. I took the norm, I, I need to walk uh, 30 minutes from my home to catch the bus. So after I was really nervous because uh, I have never done that by myself. I took the chicken bus after that and I, wa I was lost in Banahachel and I didn't know where or to whom I can ask uh, where is the, like the office. And because also my Spanish was really bad, I can't really interact with people at that time. And when I arrived with Candelaria, I was really nervous. And the only person that I met for the first time, it was a new one too. So we just start talking with her. And it's kind of like that. It was really hard for me to get the scholarship. But finally, thanks to that scholarship, I am here and I am I am still improving my Spanish and English at the same time because at home I speak a chiquel with my parents. They don't know Spanish. They can understand a little bit, but not too much. Um, and with my friend at school, I speak Spanish because they don't know, the majority of them, they don't know cachiquel. And well, here I need to speak English. 
So yeah, that's uh, my whole story and that's why I'm here and I'm just really like excited and blessed about everything. So Tomasa, can you tell me what is English House? Well, <laughs> at the beginning when Candelaria told me that um, I need to go to English House, that was for me a crazy idea. <laughs> And I thought that learning English is impossible because my Spanish is still bad. And I like thought that English house, it just doesn't sound good for me. But when I start learning English, now English house mean, like, m means a lot for me. Like it means friendship, uh, encouragement, and also like, a family, it means kind of like a family for me, my second family. Uh, but what is it? For someone who has never heard what English House is, what is it? Well, English House is a place where you can, well, where all the students uh, participate and when they finish classes on October, uh, and it was, they kind of like, they learn English there uh, through foreigners or people who go and visit uh, visit the students or like yeah <laughs> it sounds crazy is it safe yeah it yeah. is safe because <laughs> I have this picture here and I'm not sure if you're praying or if you're in pain C can you tell me what this is <laughs> <laughs> well um English house, when you're part of English house, you need to experience many new things. And if you are willing to do it, you will do it. So at that, that picture, <laughs> they, uh, for the first time I tried, uh, I think it was blue cheese. So uh, <laughs> it was really strong for us. That was the first time. So I was like, just, I didn't know that there were somebody who, took a picture <laughs> when I was like kind of um, regretting to eat that piece of blue cheese, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Dan, Dan, if you want to spark up the, the video at this point, that would be fine. So um, at English House, you spend like six weeks there speaking English, learning English, and people like our family and some other families come down and teach and is it, uh, Angela, did you enjoy speaking English right from the very beginning? I didn't. No. <laughs> I remember my first year, um, I have been always shy. So if I can avoid talking to people, I will. But it was worse when I started at English House. I remember um, Dave, who is the one in charge of the program he loves talking, like he loves it. And I remember going through the line to get our food and then you have to look for a place to sit. And I was always looking where he was so that I would not sit there. <laughs> and I avoided him the whole year and I was successful <laughs> uh, because I didn't want to talk to him. Like, I don't know, I don't, I don't understand why, but I was like, visitors come and I can't go and greet them and say hi, but that's it. Like, I, it's really hard for me to start a conversation with someone, but
but at that time it was really worse. I, I didn't, I, I hide, I, I hate a lot from people. So I've got a short video I'd like to show. Um, and uh, I think this will probably give you a better idea of English House than us describing it. So we're gonna just, uh, sit to the side here and let you watch this and get an idea. <laughs> I am working to overcome the fear of more speaking in front of everyone and speaking with uh, foreigners too. In my first year, I was very shy. Um, in this year, I worked hard uh, to practice making conversations. I was afraid, but I did it. Hi, my name is Dilia, and I will be a teenager learner. I will ask questions without fear, because sometimes I am a really shy person. Because uh, to be here this year is uh, is improve my English and get far away all my fear. Even I, I am afraid uh, speaking, but I I did like say a phrase: if if you are afraid, just with fear, do it with fear. So uh, and also I'm so thankful with uh, Dave, Chris, and Kevin. They are they are they are amazing person. They are a. Uh, they, they were uh, there uh, encouraging me, uh, saying me, like, just do it. If you want to, to be successful, just do it. Um, I overcome my fears, uh, believe more in myself, uh, believe more in, in God, and study more, more the Bible. And so my fear, I, I, I think, I overcome my fears. My fears is uh, I'm afraid to talking with the foreigners uh, and also uh, paying attention to my neighbors and uh, feeling like uh, my English is doesn't improve. This year I I make my challenge that to speak more. This year at English House, I had a fear of making mistakes and failing, such as I say some things incorrectly and all the people will make fun of me or thinking I will fail in my life, but I overcame this fear uh, by trying to ask questions or answer in English. I believe that my fears are difficult but not impossible to defeat. I am working to overcome the fears of speaking English with Canadians. I will overcome this fear because I do not want my fears to beat me.
Sorprenden los lugares donde pude estar Machu Picchu, Buenos Aires, México Mi vida dio un giro en poco tiempo y yo Aprendí a la aventura de tu inmenso amor Las sonrisas de tu pueblo Dios En medio de las guerras y el dolor Les iba a bendecir conmigo So you were accepting your job? Yeah Thank you Thank you Then I will start What? Soon? Soon, yeah, I will start soon, yeah So you have I like to sing when I am alone. Also, I like to read, and my favorite book is Charles Webb. I want to be a doctor because I want to help the people when they are sick. And also, I want to be Panahachel's mayor because I want to help and improve my municipality. And because I know if I know English, I could have opportunities for jobs. I'm really thankful for the Canadians that support us with the computers and internet. I'm really thankful to you for this opportunity. God bless you. fears are you going to throw away? Um, my fears are finding a job and not understand what it needs to be done, disappoint people, not being enough, leave my family and that they think that I am a selfish person and share my thoughts and ideas uh, talking about public speaking. Those are my fears, and I will throw, I will throw out them. 
Michelle, what did you write on your mushroom? Um, uh, to not be a professional of my anxiety, to be a loser, to don't know what I'm doing, and to disappoint my parents. And are those real things, or are those in your head? It's just in my head. What are you going to do with them? Throw away. And tomorrow? Turn back for them. You're not going back for those fears, right? overcome my fear is like to to share a bad example how how I can how I couldn't uh, improve because to the new students it is like uh, a little bit difficult to overcome their fears but if they have a good example so they can follow it and they can uh, do the same thing and get rid of uh, their fears so I talked to myself and I 
I decided to get rid of my fears and so to show to the new students that they can uh, do it too. Uh, I am enough. Um, our past, all people make make mistake in life, but our past uh, don't decide, don't define us uh, who we will be in the future. So I, the, my past encouraged me a lot. Uh, a lot of problem that I have this uh, year, it was very hard for me, but I needed to to find uh, the strength um, in me. So. saying that when I start at English House six years ago I didn't know anything uh, also uh, I didn't know about Jesus about the Bible and you taught us many things about that and I'm so thankful with you all and yeah I'm so thankful and happy with having you here in spending time with all of you. Thank you so much. So I hope that that gives you a little bit of a, a sense of uh, students we work with and uh, you know kind of what what a, a neat place it is there. I had a bunch more questions to ask the girls about how they came to Canada and everything but we're running close on time and so I'm going to end with just a few quick questions for you guys. So you're on the hot seat here. Angela? Hiking in the mountains or sitting in a room reading a book? Which one would you pick? Sitting in a room reading books. <laughs> Tomasa? Hiking mountains. Yeah. Really hot weather? Or, oh, I should explain. In Guatemala, it's always 20 degrees. It's like perfect all the time. And so this year was like the hottest ever. And then beginning of January was cold. What do you prefer? Really hot weather or really cold weather? I think in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Cat pick? What are the other? <laughs> I prefer the hot weather. The hot, hot weather. weather. Okay. Yeah. How about you, Antila? I prefer the cold. Oh, okay. Okay, relaxing on the beach or going fishing? Going fishing. Okay. Tomasa? Going fishing. All too. right. Okay, we know what we're doing this summer. Playing soccer or playing a board game? Playing a board game. Yeah. Playing soccer. So as you can <laughs> tell, they're exactly the same. Okay, and the last one, eating pickles or going to the dentist? Eating pickles. Eating pickles? <laughs> going to the dentist. <laughs> All right. So, guys, uh, thank you so much, Angela and Tomasa. This is, it takes a lot of courage to stand up here and talk in another language in front of a church. Let's give these guys a hand.
And normally I would say, if you have any questions about Guatemala or English House, come talk to me and Sue and, and our family afterwards. But I would also say, ask Angel and Tomasa because they probably know more about it than we do. And frankly, they're much more interesting anyway. So <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. Okay. And I'll pray for you guys. All right. Yeah, I thought what would be nice to do is why don't we, uh, as a congregation, to kind of show a solidarity, why don't, I'm going to invite you to stand, and then I'm going to pray for Angela and Tomasa. Um, it's pretty rare to have an opportunity to invest in an initiative like this. Um, over the last two years, for those who don't know, this church is responsible for raising $20,000 between 2020 and 2021. That need continues. Um, I'm just going to give you a heads up that next month's discipleship challenge for our community will be to uh, contribute to Angela and Tomasa's education funds at Selkirk so we can get them through that program debt-free. Then they can go back and be a source of economic empowerment and a model for what can happen when they're working hard and they can make that um, truth really hit home for other students, which is, it is difficult, but it's not impossible. So I want to give you that heads up to th be thinking ahead and saying, hey, for February, what could I give up? Maybe a luxury that I could give up or some funds that I could begin uh, socking away now because it would be awesome to bless them with another huge endowment towards their education. But uh, let's just pray for them. God, I thank you for this report for... Um, the Driegers and the Weens and everybody who is building into English House. I thank you for these girls and their courage, for their faith, for all of the obstacles that they've overcome. Um, just amazing. Uh, continue to strengthen them, bless them, encourage them, God. Continue to have this community and others connected to English House be willing to make sacrifices so that we can see them through this program, bless them in their studies, God, not just in learning English, but in learning uh, the business skills that they're going to need to use. God, just accelerate their learning, bring community around them, uh, deepen their connection here so that um, whatever isolation maybe they have felt during especially COVID and some of those long periods of isolation, that begins to wane, God. God, would you just do a work in and through their lives? We thank you for them. Bless them in Jesus' name. Help our community to rally around them. Amen. I'm going to ask you to stay standing, and I'm, I'm going to send this off with a benediction, and then you are um, free to go or to connect and say thank you to these guys. As you go, family and friends of Nelson Covenant Church, to him who is able to do abundantly more than we can ask or imagine, according to the power that is at work in us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and forever. And may the love of God the Father, the grace of God the Son, and the fellowship of God the Holy Spirit be with you all as you move into a new week to serve him. And all of God's people said, Amen. Thank you so much. This is awesomely encouraging. You guys are awesome.